Are you suffering from poor decision-making skills, lack of self-confidence and self-esteem? Do you have impeded development of social, emotional, and sexual skills? Then you've come to the right place. Hi, I'm Rachel, and you might be suffering from religious trauma. I left evangelicalism and started a podcast. I talk about my experience with purity culture, why I left, and the journey afterwards. I'm happy you're here. Come along for the ride. Cheers to leaving. Hello, lovelies. This is our first episode of 2022, and we have a very special guest today. His name is George Azar, and he is here to talk a little bit about his book, My Gay Church Days, which releases in less than a week. And uh, I'm just going to be interviewing George on his story, his upbringing. Uh, He's going to tell us a little bit more about the book and just get to know him. So... Um, I can't wait to share this interview with you and enjoy. Well, um, I guess I kind of just wanted to get started with, um, you telling us about yourself. I'm sure you've done that a million times, but, um, (laughs) just for our (laughs) listeners, just to kind of get to know you and hear your story. And I've listened to some of your stuff and I even, uh, read your intro. I think it was like, if you go on your website, you can like, you'll email us. So I read that today. Oh, um, which is awesome. really good. So, um, yeah, if you just want to introduce us and tell us a little bit about your story, that would be great. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I wasn't raised in a Christian household. Um, my mom was uh, Roman Catholic from Lebanon, born and raised in Lebanon, came over here in her 30s, met my father. Uh, my dad was raised uh, around Episcopalian belief system. And so it really wasn't anything... Um, substantial like you know as far as our exposure to religion we knew my mom was like super religious in her own respect but yeah I ended up turning to uh actually republicanism that was kind of my way of like like connecting with my dad and so that was kind of like so I was like wildly tortured in middle school and I just saw this um my sexuality started to kick in when I was in uh, middle school and during puberty and all of that. And yeah, it would just, it scared the living hell out of me. My brother is also gay. Um, He came, he's older. So he came out sooner than I did. And so when I saw what happened to him and just the torture of, you know, his classmates having gone through therapy, all of that, I wanted nothing to do with it. And so when my homosexuality kicked in, it was like, I need to find something. We're like, oh shit. (laughs) Literally like, oh (laughs) shit. (laughs) That is like the best way to put it. (laughs) Deer in the headlights. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I ended up like, after being like tortured in middle school and I was just like suicidal and depressed and everything. And I was working with this girl and she, you know, I kind of humiliated her. I talk about it in the book, but um, the next day we were working together and she, and I told her like, I was like, something's missing in my life. And she's like, Jesus. And I, was oh, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, clearly like, that's like the only, you know, cure for anything. Like, yes. Like, <laughs> you have cancer, Jesus. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. pray about it. <laughs> pray about it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> 
Uh, so yeah, I ended up accepting Jesus like at a, you know when I was a, a fresh between freshman year and sophomore year of high school and oh wow I, yeah it was nuts like I mean I was like I was a Jesus freak like I was on fire for the Lord you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Deba- like debating my chemistry teachers like all that shit oh no know? new Christians are the worst <laughs> right <laughs> they're so bad they're like so on fire. And they're just like, I'm going to tell everyone this is the best news ever. And it's like, can I pray for you? And do you want to come to youth group and all this stuff? And you're like, dude, come on. <laughs> Literally. Like they're like, yes. like little baby rattlesnakes. Just like yes, all that venom all at once. <laughs> they're awful. <laughs> Sorry, continue. No, it's true. So awful. I mean, you. it's funny because like it, I used to play this game with my friends where like we would be at like um, like at a restaurant and be like, what number date are they on? It's like with a new, with a new Christian, you could just tell that energy yep. right away. You're like, oh. <laughs> oh, you, ex- yeah, you accepted Jesus like a month ago. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we see it. <laughs> we get to know. Right. So which self-hating complex did you have to compromise in order to? Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What stage of depression were you in when someone was like, you need Jesus? <laughs> You know, Prozac will actually be less radical for you, right? Yeah, it'll be like a subtle change and it'll be much happier. You won't have religious trauma. So. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Spend you have options. Of yeah. So many other options. <laughs> Avoid the therapy bills altogether. Yeah, exactly. Just don't even go there. <laughs> I love it. Oh my God, that's amazing. Yes. Um, did your parents... I just had a going back to your brother coming out. Did your parents take that well or no. were they? Okay. I didn't no. know when you were like, Oh, I saw how well that went. So yeah. Okay. So they, so it's funny. Cause my brother and I recently talked about it. Cause he like, he read my book and he was just like, um, that's not exactly how it went down the, the way that I saw it. And I was like, okay, this was my perception for sure. So he, yeah. Our family was very much uh, very conservative, you know, Republican. And so, you know, there were these two schools of thought. It was either, you know, you could pray it away in the evangelical space or you could shrink it away in the the secular space. And so they were very much of, you know, the shrink away type, you know, and, and, and I have so much grace for them now. I mean, it's, it's one of those things that like, I look back, I'm like, they didn't have the tools. Like, it's not like, I don't blame them or anything like that. If anything, like, you know, my dad and I have a very, very good relationship now as best as we can have a relationship. Um, But yeah, so I saw what happened to my brother and him going through therapy. And then my brother ended up um, how I, and the part that, that, you know, how I perceived it versus how he perceived it was, I saw it drew a wedge between him and my parents. And so Mm. he ended up moving out of the house into my grandmother's house. And I saw that and I was like, I have nobody else to turn back on but my parents. And so there's no way in hell that I'm going to come out because if I come out too, then something similar is going to happen to me and then I will have nobody, you know? And so it definitely, you know, my perception and what happened was very much that it, it caused my brother to despise my parents. Um, and I wasn't about to have that. I wasn't about to give that up. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's super scary, especially for someone at, what freshman in high school yeah what like yeah 12, that's 13 a, years old <laughs> that's such a vulnerable time oh my gosh 
And you're right. so dramatic at that time too, like your emotions <laughs> and everything. And you're just like, the world will end if I do this, you know? Literally. I remember like, I remember that age and I just was like, oh my God, my brain was so not developed. <laughs> Literally. And then you throw in like all like the cultural norms and all that shit and all, you know, what everybody else was doing and how you had to conform mm-hmm. even though you didn't feel that way, you know, it just. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I know. It's, it was, it's tough. Yeah. Um, so once you got to church, how did you make your way to becoming a pastor? Good question. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, being the young little Jesus freak, it never really left me. Like, it was, I mean, I had a fallback period in college, like my first couple of years. I write about that. My sister came to my rescue on many occasions in my drunkenness. And it got to a point where I was just like, I have to do something about this. This is not healthy. Um, and then I ended up meeting these these two guys in my English class, and they, you know, they they saw how you know I was trying to turn over this new leaf. I was still, you know, defending Jesus, you know, to my professors, all that, you know, BS. And they came up to me after class and like, hey, we want to commend you on your biblical knowledge and your debate skills. And I was like, oh, well, thank you. And they're like, what, you know, the Christian version of, of, you know, what do you do for work? They were like, what church do you go to? <laughs> <laughs> and I was oh like, my. right? Like, isn't that like, <laughs> oh, my. Yes. oh my, I love that. <laughs> um, yeah. And so I said, you know, I'm actually, you know, coming out of a fallback period. I don't have a church. So they introduced me to my, this church. Lo and behold, I ended up, you know, getting plugged in. I loved, you know, the self-hating, you know, complex at the, you know, with the senior pastor and, you know, it just, it, it, the word resonated with me. Oh, um, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, it's not that type of podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Please don't go there. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm sure tons of people will like absolutely relate to what you just said. Literally. <laughs> I know. Isn't it so funny how it's like cookie cutter? Like, it's like, oh my God this like it's like the culture is so blah and bleak and like it Christian is. culture it's just it is so- the language just like never changes <laughs> ever like I literally ever. could probably jump right back in right now and like absolutely <laughs> like I wouldn't sink I would just right. swim I'd be like yeah I know the lingo <laughs> yep yep <laughs> I know praise the, the lords <laughs> praise be yes praise be. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, sorry. Go ahead. No, this is great. This is great. So yeah, so I ended up getting plugged in. I attended the Bible Bible study. um, And then like leadership was like leading that Bible study. They saw my potential. They asked me to do other things. And it was just like, and the crazy started there. And it was like, so they had a, they also had a satellite Bible college there. And so um, I had a, a, it was like a two week internship with this like law firm. And like, I ended up giving my notice and I was like, I'm pursuing the ministry now. And so I like committed full time to, you know, getting my biblical studies, um, bachelor's degree. And then there was a big shift in the church and a bunch of people ended up leaving. And I ended up, uh, they, they were looking for new recruits, you know, for, for pastoral roles. And so the scene, the new, the, the new senior pastor who knew me, Um, asked me to be the outreach pastor and so they had created this whole you know this whole new ministry it was like a you know it it never had been done before and so like I ended up like creating all these like you know like elderly 
um, outreach uh, uh, ministries. I ended up doing like homeless, juvenile hall, all of this. Like we had concerts, Christmas wow. weeks, all of that. Yeah, it was just, I mean, like it was steroids. Like it was just like we were at farmer's <laughs> markets. Um, and yeah, so that kind of started where, you know, I, I became the outreach pastor and was really looking into eventually, you know, planting my own church and, and, and all of that. And then about a year into it, shit really hit the fan. And um, where I was once on the inside, I ended up being on the outside because it started with like, I was listening to like podcasts from uh, my old, the, the old church that I used to go to as a kid. And he was known for being, you know, a, more of the Calvinist the, theological belief system. Calvinism, for those who, who don't know, is, is predestination, you know, that you can't really, mm-hmm. it's not your choice to be saved. Um, and we were of the Arminian, which is free will. Anybody has, you know, and so it, it started this crusade and I, and I outlined it in the book where there was the, the assistant pastor came after me people in the church it was just very catty and very like just bullshit like just a bunch of bullshit anyway I don't know how much more you want me to explain about that but yeah that's kind of how I became a pastor and- no that's fine yeah <laughs> okay um and I definitely um heard you and I think you were talking to Josh Harris say that it, it got really controlling um like they like on a really weird level like they were like controlling where you worked or like what you were or classes you were taking or something like that like super weird stuff like that yeah so it was like the music I was listening to so like I could not listen to secular music so like I was in love and still in love with Taylor Swift and Lady Gaga um I had to give Gaga up after she came out with uh Judas (laughs) so like that was kind of like (laughs) I was like oh this is too triggering Uh, (laughs) I can't (laughs) (laughs) exactly um and so yeah so it was the music I was is the people I was hanging out with um they wouldn't let me go to like secular um birthday parties if there was alcohol going to be there um oh my god God. it was horrible like there I was so alone at this church because it was it was an older crowd um and you know in in anyway they oh the other the other thing that they did to control me was um, so the girl that I dated for eight months, um, they like, so I was like, I was in my pastoral roles and like the senior pastor called me in and you, know, cause we would meet weekly and we would talk about devotional. Like he was trying to mentor me, like all this BS. And he asked me, he's like, Hey, um, you know, you know, I know you struggle with same sex attraction. You know, you're 22 years old you're, you don't have a girlfriend, you're not married yet. Um, it kind of looks really bad. Like, you know, have you thought about dating? And I was like, uh, you know, I'm just really focused on the ministry now, blah, 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 all that. And then he called me in a second time. And then we went down a list of all the available women in the church that I could potentially court. <laughs> no <Dude>. joke. <laughs> and you're like 22. Right. Like, sir. A child. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> right. My right. frontal lobe is still developing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like. Right. But honestly, it's like, yeah, it's, you were like an old bachelor in like church standards at 22. Yes. 
Yeah, like 1819 was when you, you know, you got your Marry him off. And, yeah, Marry exactly. him off. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> Populate the earth. <laughs> like, Get it done. Reproduce. <laughs> Reproduce. We need church numbers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> our, uh, our selection's getting small. We gotta, we gotta up it. <laughs> <laughs> we thought about incest, but oh. <laughs> There's some old old testament yeah. verses that we could get into, but <laughs> yeah, little blurry, little blurry lines, <laughs> little blurry, right, right. Um, yeah, so there was that. There was. Um, Did you pick a girl off the list? I had to. Yeah, it was. It was like Ugh. I knew that my like title would be a jeopardy. So yes, this poor girl. Uh, I have a whole chapter dedicated to her, but we ended up dating for like eight months, and it was literally like right off the bat was just like what the. Can I say the F word on this one? Yeah. What the fuck am I doing? You know, like it was just like, I literally was like, like texting the pastor, like the seat, like trying to get advice da, da, da. he ended up like getting sick of me and then pawned me off to like the assistant pastor. But like, I remember one conversation we had and he was like, like, this was literally like, I think about a month into the relationship. And I had already told her that I was thinking about proposing to her because, you know, it's the logical, you know, next step. It's like, what you do. It's what you do. It's, yes. it's what you do, you know. And and I just kept sharing with him. I was like, I have all these reservations. Da, da, da. And he's like, well, you know, if I if I waited, you know, for whatever reasons I had, it was financial, whatever. He's like, if I would I would have never gotten married. And I'm like, OK, fuck, like I can't get out of this. Like so. Anyway, I ended up opening up to her just saying, look, I struggle with same-sex attraction. She like, it, it, it like took her for a spin. We, it, it ended up like we had a break and, and it was like the best thing that could happen. And then she ended up like emailing me and I put the email in the, in the book too, saying how she wanted to, you know, see through this, that she wasn't going to leave. And I literally like, I could feel the emotions in me already, like, like the electricity running through my veins. And I was like, so I just sent her an email back and I was just like, this isn't going to work. <laughs> like, I'm just like, this is not going to work. I'm, I'm breaking up with you over email. Okay. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. It's a no. It's a it's no a for no. me. Yeah. I actually said that. I was like, unless God makes it obvious, <laughs> like, this is not going to work. That's oh insane. my God. Dang. Yeah, so it, she wanted to like, love you through that. Literally. She probably wanted yes. to like. Yeah, she was like, oh, God's calling me to love this man. Yes. It's He's challenging me. This is my mission. I don't know. I feel like Christians look at like things like that and they're like, I can fix him. Through God, you know? So I bet that's what she was doing. She's like, God's challenging me. Yeah. Ooh, I will accept. Ooh. Ooh. It's so Challenge funny. accepted. Put this one in the books. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Could you imagine like at like, like the women's Bible study the next day? So guess what, girls? God's mm -hmm. really trying me. Yeah. I'm being tested. I'm being tested. Yeah. God's testing me and I am going to prove him wrong. <laughs> oh, but that's like so messed up though. It's so it was messed up. so messed up. Like, I mean, just I like, no, honey, you don't have to do this. <laughs> right, right. Let's just go shoe shopping and just tell them we made out. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this cute, this dress looks looks cute on you. <laughs> yeah, there cute. you go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's buy matching ones. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my, oh my god show up to sunday and um, our sunday yes. best mm -hmm. um 
Yeah, so it was, I mean, it was that, it was like, I couldn't, like, I was very alone. I tried to like go to like the college group at the sister church in the next, in the neighboring town. He said no, but yeah, the, the final straw, I mean, it, it like, it was bad. Like I could not drink alcohol even in my home. Like it was like that it was a hard rule for leaders not to drink alcohol, even in their home. Women couldn't um, hang out with men by themselves, but like after like nine o'clock or something like that, unless a door was open or someone else was present. So yeah, there was a lot of like control, but the final thing that broke me was actually related to my education. It had nothing to do with homosexuality. Um, I, so they, they kept pushing me to do their, to do, do their Bible college, but it wasn't accredited. And I'd been mm. feeling, I was like, I'm going to have issues, you know, applying for a master's degree if I wanted to get a master's degree. And so I ended up giving them an ultimatum. I was like, look, I need to get an accredited degree. I will get it from a Christian college. And, but, but the, the, the deal was that I would run it by them and he would have to make decisions. So I went like, I went like, I looked at Moody's. I looked at like masters. I looked at Biola, Azusa, Vanville, you know, like all uh, Vanguard, all these other, like every single one. Nope, 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 nope. Finally stumbled upon Liberty university. And I was like, this is a shoe in. I was like, it's going to allow me to work on my bachelor's degree remotely so I won't have to leave my pastoral duties and I uh, it, it aligns with their doctrinal statement belief statement and so you know ran it by him he was fine with it and then I got an email the next day like warning me and all of this and I just lost my shit and I just like I was at work at the time I ended up like telling him 15 minutes your office stormed into his office and I was just like, I just let the, like the floodgates loose. I was just like, I, I, I don't know what to say. Like I, you know, I've been looking at gay porn for the last four years and you say you care about me, but yet you knew nothing about this, you know? And like, mm -hmm. it just like all these things were just kind of boiling. And so, yeah, I ended up like leaving that Sunday. It was, a, I think that was like a Tuesday or a Wednesday. I ended up leaving that Sunday um got plugged back into my old church and stuff but uh yeah it, it that's that's kind of like the timetable of like the the pastoral time yeah that's crazy I feel like they can they just slowly started controlling each aspect of your life hmm. and then I mean the pressure had to have been so insane I, I don't know how people in that sort of setup continue in that setup I mean maybe they just I don't know I, I know power goes to pastors heads especially mm -hmm. like that like you know once they feel like they have control over a group of people like they can do whatever they want but mm -hmm. oh my god it's so cringy yeah. what yeah. they were doing to you well, and, and, and that's exactly it. And everything was explained by a Bible verse. Like it was like, well, this mm -hmm. is the word of God, you know, and it's like, oh, well then, you know, if I'm disobeying this then I'm disobeying God, and if I'm disobeying God, then I'm going to hell, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. it's hell's a good so motivator, <laughs> right? It totally is like mm -hmm. your internal damnation is dependent upon whether you can drink alcohol or not. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my biggest thing since leaving Christianity is like, I think about it now, I'm like, it's insane to me that I thought anything that I did in like 80 years of my small amount of time on earth could warrant mm. like eternal damnation. Like mm. what did, what would I have done in those like small time, you know, on the earth that would make yeah. me 
you know, especially just being a good person. I mean, there's probably some people we could peg and be like, yeah, they deserve that. You know, Hitler, <laughs> I don't know. So, I mean, there's some people, but like the small things that we were so like scrutinized for, I'm like, yeah. but like, we weren't thinking logically then, you know, we right. were just like, oh God, you know, all this stuff. But right now that I'm out of it, I'm just like, like what? Right, right. <laughs> You know, yeah. like, oh God, I dress sexy. I guess I'm going to go for help to hell forever. Like, right. as if. I'm going to cause a man to stumble and it's going to yes. yeah, I'm, I'm a My brother in Christ. Right. Um, <laughs> Control yourself, just, brother. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's psychotic. Yeah. Um, no, it's true. Yeah. How did, so in your church, just going back to that, mm-hmm. were you like allowed to be gay or you just like weren't? So yeah, I ended up. So I hid it for up until I got to college. And so then, cause like I tried to have a coming out um, in, in the, the, when I was in the youth group and stuff and it just did not go well. And I write about it in details and stuff. And so then I ended up like hiding it. It was kind of like, I was living this like, you know, dual nature like, you know, and um, mm-hmm. after I like established some sort of credibility with the, the people at the church and understood their doctrinal beliefs, you know, they were very much of, you know, yes, you could pray it away and it's an abomination, blah, 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 all that BS. Um, but like in Bible study, I remember, um, you know, just like eventually coming out to them, coming out to the assistant pastor who ended up being the senior pastor under, under, uh, that I was under. And um, it was very much this, you know, well, you're not, you're not gay. You like, and I actually learned this in, in Exodus ministry. So like shortly after joining the church and then coming out and all that, they had uh, pamphlets in the information center about Exodus ministry. So I looked them up and all that. And that's where I learned the term same sex attraction. And it was explained like, Oh, you have, you have two natures. You have your sinful nature and your godly nature. And it's like, you know, which one are you going to feed? Like I've, you've probably heard that analogy so many times where it's like, which dog is, you know, gotta get bigger. You know, like <laughs> I haven't heard that one, but <laughs> which dog is going to get bigger? Right. Which like, one are you going to feed? Right. That's literally it. Are you going to feed, feed the old nature with pornography or are you going to feed the new nature with the Bible? You know, <laughs> I like your pastor voice. Right. Which one are you going to feed? <laughs> <laughs> it's so perfect <laughs> yeah so I ended up like feeding they, the other one hey yes <laughs> despising it like like <laughs> it was very much like I you know and that's how I explained it to this girl I was dating it was like you know this is my old nature and whenever I'm tempted you know this it's not who I am I'm not gay I struggle with same-sex attraction as if you know that makes it any better but like psychologically like it differentiates the two things it's like Mm -hmm. like being gay is an identity but struggling with same-sex attraction is just like any other struggle you know it's like Mm -hmm. but yet it's also an abomination which means there's no redemption so it's like anyway so you're damned if you do damned if you don't yeah yeah it's such a mind fuck too for like the person because you're just like I feel like you're split between these two worlds mm. and uh, that it's just got to be hard to as like you're developing like mm-hmm. as a person to be told that yeah and, and go ahead oh and also like the the and this goes back to my youth but it was also preached in this church that 
like the association of pedophilia and bestiality, like with homosexuality, like that is like literally my mission right now is to like attack that fucking stigma because that pisses me off to no end. It's like, I remember, you know, when I was first feeling these feelings at like 13, 14 and like, I had somebody tell me they struggled with bestiality. Like, you know, like, <laughs> like you were like, we are not the same. Literally. Like I would literally was like, I was like, I cannot relate to this struggle in any way, shape or form. Like, but you know, when you're like told that this is, you know, you, you, this is the line of your sin. Like, like it, it creates the psychological dysmorphia. That's just so fucking hard. Like I remember just for the sake of image, like trying to stay away from children, you know, because it was like it because people knew that I struggled with same sex attraction. They probably thought I was a predator, you know, and it's oh like, you know, so it's like it's like all that shit that that creates where it's just like, you know, you you there's no redemption like it's it's you know, you're it's it, you know, and, and it, it stems a lot from 1973 with, you know, the destigmatization of homosexuality being a mental illness. But unfortunately, because of the Christian culture and, and the, their their ecosystem, if you will, like they've continued to adopt that belief system because it's beneficial for them to keep people dependent on them. You know, so it's like, right. So yeah, it's e you know it's easy to label somebody a you know a, a, a pedophile because they struggle with homosexuality. Like, it, it, there's no there's nothing there's there's nothing but benefit to them because then it keeps them dependent on the system because then that person thinks so disgustingly of themselves and you know they all they want to do is rid themselves of this association and it's just like mm -hmm. it's fucked. It's fucked. But it, it is really fucked up. And I remember seeing I don't. I remember seeing a pastor talking about it. I don't know if it was like on TikTok or something, but he was comparing all of that. He was like, once you start, you know, with, you know, gay sex, mm -hmm. then, you know, the next natural step is, you know, pedophilia. Right. And then after that, the natural, the next natural step is bestiality. And then yeah. where does it end? And I was yeah. like, what? Yeah. Like that yeah. literally doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Just because you're attracted to, someone that is the same sex as you doesn't mean you're all of a sudden into children and animals. Like, right. come on. Right. <laughs> right. No, absolutely. And, and you know, it's funny that belief system isn't new. Like it, I remember when prop eight here in California and it was the, you know, it was DOMA for um, uh, protection again, you know, traditional marriage and stuff. And the churches jumped on that bandwagon and I was one of them. I mean, it was like, you know, the, our logic was, well, if we grant access to same sex couples, then where do we draw the line, you know? And it's like that, mm -hmm. like that association is just so like, it, it, it's, it's a, it's a mind fuck. Cause then people think, oh, well then if I, if I don't support prop eight, I support child, child molestation, you know, it's mm -hmm. like, what? Like, it's just fear. Yeah. It's fear. And I, I think it's also like, things have to stay the same. I think some people, especially conservative Christians are so afraid of anything changing. Mm. And it probably goes back to like the apocalyptic type thinking where it's like, as the world progresses and mm. things change, they're like, oh, you know, God's yep. getting closer to coming back and all this stuff. But it, it's so weird to me that I'm like, maybe what you were taught growing up or maybe what you think isn't the way the world works. And like, mm. why aren't you open to it? Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, like, you know, back in the 16th century when 
I don't know actually if, if it was the 16th century, but when they were burning witches, you know, just yeah. because they were doing something different. Right. And it's like, oh God, we don't know what that is. Let's, let's burn them. Right. Know? Right. <laughs> like Absolutely. how does, how does that thinking make any sense to people? Yeah. I don't. Absolutely. And there was this meme, I think going around, it was completely fake and I was so pissed off by it, but it was like, going back to what we were talking about, where like, they were like LGBTQ plus, you know, is trying to, uh, add uh, pedophiles to their group and we have to stop them and I was like wow in what world have you even <laughs> heard of that being a thing right and like then you know gay people were having to be like no we would never do that like right I was like you shouldn't even have to defend that because right. of course you wouldn't like I've never ever like that's never passed through my mind and so that's why I'm just like why are and it was, you know, conservative Christians passing around this meme and I Googled yep. it and it, it was completely untrue. Cause I was like, at first kind of scared. Cause I was like, are you kidding? But right. no, it was fake. And I was like, why are you guys so afraid of, you mm -hmm. know, I don't know if it starts with like fear of gay people or like what it is that I just, I, I don't understand that thinking whatsoever. Absolutely. And you know, what's funny. It's like, I've been thinking about this lately. Cause it's like, it's like, um, if we want to talk about like pedophilia, like let's talk about the church and pedophilia. Like there are way more examples of let's talk about pastors, the <laughs> right? Like, like yep. come on, like you know, it's like uh, why aren't we going after them? <laughs> right? Yeah. Priests have been like abusing young boys for like centuries. Right. Yeah. Why aren't we talking about that? The whole Absolutely. hashtag save the children. I'm like, yeah, let's save right. them. Right. Right. <laughs> No, in a Catholic church. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> burn it down. So the lesson that we're taking away from this is let's go burn the Catholic churches. <laughs> yes, it is. That is exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, guys. Just kidding. Right. No incriminating evidence. We're good. Yes. <laughs> but that's but that's the thing. Like it's just so dehumanizing. It's it's like it, if you make somebody the other, like it it has no. There, there's like it's not Jesus there's nothing Jesus about that like mm -mm. you know which is so funny to me and I and I have a whole chapter dedicated to this too where it's like I talk about homosexuality in the bible and it's like Jesus never like okay fine let's let you have the word sodomy as you know translated into homosexuality even though it was done in the 1950s okay fine let's give you the word sodomy as homosexual Jesus never mentioned it ever ever mm -hmm. ever like it's like if out of all the sins that he listed out the what the top sin was against the pharisees and their religious bullshit you know and it's like like i think about it too where it's like if you look at like you know the supposed words of, of jesus you know in the in the four first books of the new testament like everything he was against was what was created in his name after, after that happened, you know, it's like, yeah. like Paul, like set out and to create a religion, you know, he wrote to churches and told them how to be and, you know, and Peter and all these, it's like, Jesus was literally against all this shit, you know, like, mm -hmm. he, and so, so all these rules, and then you, you know, you see it, you know, with Constantine and, and the Roman Empire and how it expanded, literally became an infection throughout the entire empire and how that's how, you know, gave Christianity breath. But it's like all of this was all a, a, a way of controlling people. So it's like that's those same, that same mentality. Like if you ask somebody, you know, like, oh, well, why do you believe? Oh, because I'm not going to hell. It's like, 
you just you threw all your cards out on the table like you're afraid of something therefore you're believing in something even though your heart is probably not 100 into it anyway right i can know for days yeah <laughs> you're you're not wrong i always my whole thing too with christianity is i'm like believing in someone because you're afraid that they're gonna throw you into hell isn't like belief it's like mm. manipulation and extortion yeah so yeah like that's not Absolutely. love either. You can't be like, I'm going to shoot you in the head if you don't believe in me, but it's your choice. I'm right. like, that's not free will. Right. Like you're right. not making that choice. You're afraid of going to hell and yep. like Christians will deny it all they want. But I'm like, that's literally like, I still get like waves of being afraid of hell sometimes. Like, yeah. Cause I was taught it since I was like a child, you know, that that's right. what would happen to me. So yeah. Yeah. And that's what's so interesting is that when those when those belief systems are are so foundational in, in, in growth as as a you know, whether it's as a child or youth or whatever, like it, it's everything and everything is, is translated through that lens. So then when you're given new tools, you're like and that's what actually how the book came came out, came about to be where it was like, you know, I was seven, seven, eight years removed from the faith altogether. And I was still struggling with a lot of those things of like fear of hell like you know like this romantic session I had with Jake this guy Jake my roommate you know and 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 the guilt I felt that was placed upon me because he blamed it on me because of my my struggle with same-sex attraction like you know so it's like those things those traumas accumulate and it's like I'm mean, the little definition of trauma is 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 having a, a, a adverse reaction to a to a harmful event in your life and it's just so it's it's so dehumanizing I just it, like it's funny because like funny in the sense of like ironic like I think about like the quote-unquote love of God so it's like okay so if we put it in the context of a human relationship it's like in no other relationship would we be okay with the the savior of let's 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 just say it's a guy and a girl and the guy comes in and says, you know, well, you're a dirty, rotten sinner because of things that that your family had done. You know, we talk about Adam and Eve and all that your family had done, but you know, you are a dirty, rotten sinner because of all those things. And the only way that you will be say, you know, and and, and I have all this wrath towards you, and I'm gonna, you know, be angry if you don't if you don't do what I say. Uh, but wait a second, I'm gonna provide the only cure for salvation, and it's gonna come from me. And and you're and you're gonna have to accept that. It's like that is psychological abuse, like in any other relationship, we would never be okay with that. So why the fuck do we say it's okay for a God to, 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 uh, to provide, you know, allow us to have the, the curse, then provide the cure. It's like, there's no other relationship where that is okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's, did you see that video going around? I don't know. It's by this comedian, Jason or something. And he was like, you know, the whole, like, banning of books in schools is a thing right now and mm -hmm. he chose a story from the bible which is the one of uh noah is it noah no moses right yes the daughters moses the daughters getting yes. drunk and then having sex with their dad and all these people are like oh, no that absolutely should not be in schools and he's right. like it's from the bible and they were right. like no and we're like yeah there's a lot of fucked up shit in there Right, right. So anyway, it's just like, it's like when you put it in a different context to where like you don't know yep. what's in the Bible. Like if you were to explain what you just did to someone 
And like, they'd be like, oh, that's so wrong. Like, you'd be like, oh, I know this person, this person's doing this to this person. They'd probably be like, oh my God, that's so horrible. And you'd be like, yeah, that's what, that's what your salvation is literally based on. Right, right. And they would just be like, no, it's not like that. But it's just like, what, because it's God, because it's Christianity, right. we're just supposed to think it's good. Exactly, exactly. Like your idea of God is derived from a man created book that claims its own authority and therefore it's written by God. Like I just mm -hmm. don't get it. We should write a book and be like, God yeah. told us. Hey, God told I, us. after this podcast, let's do it. We'll get, we'll draft <laughs> it. We'll get 501c3 status and. Yep, <laughs> yep, we'll just go for it. We'll just rebrand Christianity. Exactly, hide some money here and there. You won't have to know about it, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I wanted to kind of know, like, what's your spirituality like now? Like, where do you, like, are you, do you have a label? Are you agnostic or are you just still figuring it out? I love that. Yeah, it's funny because, like, I struggled with that. So a couple of years after leaving the faith altogether, when I moved to Los Angeles to, to pursue my true identity, like I would just go on dates with guys and just like, hey, what do you believe in? I'm I'm not sure. <laughs> give me you some know, ideas. Like, yeah, give me exactly, exactly. Let's <laughs> come on. Uh -huh. I need to. <laughs> <laughs> I need new here. material. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> give me another cult to follow. <laughs> yeah. I feel empty. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I feel empty, right? Um, because yeah, I was just curious. Like, so I've always had a connection to spirituality, and this is before my indoctrination. Like, I remember as a kid, like levitating above my body and like and and having this experience and just being so just like dumbfounded by like the simplicity of the Bible when I was a kid, you know, every now and then going to Sunday school with my grandma, the Episcopalian church. And when I left the church and, you know, it, or the faith altogether. And then two years later, like I, you know, I had night terrors and all of that. And I, but then I was like, well, wait a second. There was something that initially drew me to Christianity. And although yes, it was predominantly because of my homosexuality, it was also because I had some sort of spiritual connection and I've always had that. And I was reminded of that. And so I actually say now that I like my religion is astronomy. Like, the more that I separate myself from belief systems and control systems, the more I become comfortable with the unknown, knowing that that this life is just so much more complex than than what we can comprehend. And that's okay. And so it's interesting, like, I guess I guess you can say I'm agnostic. Um, but I do believe that there is an intelligent creator, I just don't know who it is. And that's okay. Like, it doesn't have to be you know, one, one of the, the ancient religions, you know, it's, it's like, it, it, it can be anybody, anything. And so, yeah, so like, I see like, you know, like if, you know, like the, like there's aspects of Christianity that I do like, where it's like, you know, made in the image of God. Well, yes, we're creators, but there also had to be a creation of us. And so it's like it, you know, and, and, and I think where religion goes wrong is that it defines who that creator is. And it's like, well, how how can we how can we begin to comprehend who our creator is if we have no you know it's like there's no tangible evidence of that other than our own beings and so yeah so anyway all that to say i'm definitely spiritual um my friend alana helped me out a lot with that too like she's just this amazing just chakra healer so i do like energy work and all that so i kind of dabble in a lot of different things um, mm -hmm. but yeah i guess if we, if we wanted to put a label on it i'm more of an agnostic 
Cool. Yeah. I, I consider myself that right now. I, I agree with you. I, I generally like the idea that we are kind of the universe trying to understand itself mm. in some way to where like, I know the universe isn't like a creator, but at the same time, like all of this stuff came from mm. evolution and like it's alive and all this stuff. Mm. So I, I always feel like we're all sort of connected in some way. So it, it just makes sense to me. Not mm. that I'm like, yes, this is exactly what I think, but it's like, it's kind of a cool concept to think about, you know, yeah. that the universe is trying to like express itself in some way yeah. by creating conscious beings. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's so good. It's true. It's like, I mean, you look at like the web telescope that was just, you know, launched uh, over, mm -hmm. over the holidays and it's like, like that, that ability, like we're just getting one step closer, you know, and it's like that, yeah. that desire to like know things like that's beautiful. Like, and I think that's the thing like with the listeners, it's just like honor that like it's, it's a beautiful trait. It's, it, it's don't throw the baby out with the bath or I think I said that on, on Josh's um, stream, mm -hmm. but it's like, you know, it, it, we can't, we can't just say, you know, run away from it and, and, and nullify an aspect of our identity if we have some sort of connection to spirit and so it's like like it it was manipulated it was used against you it was you know contrived by man but but the essence of what it is and in, in part is part of your identity and so it's a beautiful thing yeah and I definitely think uh with Christianity it's like the human it's they humanized it because it it went after like power and control and mm -hmm. I feel like there's nothing as far as like in nature or if we're really encompassing that idea that would would be controlling or you know right. it's, it's just sort of like nature just sort of is what it is and mm -hmm. like it's beautiful and it just sort of is there and it's not like yeah. no one's trying to make it be anything you know yeah. it just is I love that. um and I remember too when I was sort of trying to like deconstruct and I don't know if you did this too uh as far as like astronomy goes um I really got into like, um, like astrophysics and like different things like that, that, that were just trying to explain what was going on, yeah. you know, like just, yes. and I was listening to like science podcasts and all this stuff. And I was just so curious about the unknown, like you said, and mm -hmm. just trying to like figure it out. And, and the more that I found out about the unknown, the more I was like, it can't be this simple. Like there's mm. like, I remember I was talking to um, my husband about it and I was like telling him all this stuff. And he was like, honestly, like if it is black and white, like Christianity, then we are legitimately in a video game because there's a start mm. and a finish and like nothing else in the world works that way. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, if Christianity is true, that it's proof that we're in a video game because I love that. I just feel like that everything else is so like there's so much we don't know. And there's yeah. it's crazy how everything works. And like uh, the fear of the unknown is scary because we want to know what happens. Right. And I really struggled with dying the first, mm -hmm. you know, six months to a year when I left Christianity because I was like. I always was told what would happen. Mm. And then all of a sudden I was like, now I don't know. Yeah. And that's terrifying. Yeah. And, um, but it's also like freeing because yeah. there's so many things you can imagine or you can imagine that we become part of the universe again mm -hmm. or all kinds of stuff like that. It's just kind of fun to, to play around. And I feel like 
people who really need religion and structure and Christianity can't cope with the reality that we don't know. Absolutely. 100% agree with you on that. It's so true. It's like, there's, I mean, you even look at the origin of religions where it's like in, you know, like I think, I think Mesopotamia was like the first known um, uh, civilization where, where they uh, started introducing uh, you know, extra, uh, extraterrestrial, not extraterrestrial, uh, um, yeah. beings. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's like the whole premise of that was, was a form of control because society started to get bigger and they needed to be able to set some sort of morality and ground rules for, for how those societies function. So what better way to have a superior being dictate what the rules are to life? And so it's like, and then it, you know, as it evolved, it became more controlling. And so it's like, I mean, you know, give the Catholic church today, give, you know, Christian evangelical Christianity. I lumped them in the same fucking group because all they're trying to do is control their, their masses for whatever it is, like whether it's, you know, the ego of the pastor, the insecurities, the, you know, wealth, whatever it may be. Um, It's just, it's, it's all contrived from man. So exactly. Like, it's like, if, if we can't comprehend things of of our origin how how can we trust other people to tell us what that origin is <laughs> like it's just mm-hmm. like how can we trust people to tell us um you know what start and it's so funny because like I remember like arguing creationism and all of that and it's like whenever something came out that defied the bible it was heresy you know it's like it's like you know carbon dating for instance where it was like oh well we're gonna set out to prove that carbon dating doesn't work and it's like uh, wait what like because <laughs> because you believe in a new earth and the earth just revealed itself to be billions and trillions of years old like what like so that's that's like that's your your bar that's your <laughs> I just don't yeah know. yeah it's crazy I remember also like just my parents being like, cause I was always taught like the earth was only 6,000 years old. And I remember debating people on it when I was young and now I'm just like rolling my eyes at my younger self because I'm like, wow, you sound really dumb. Um, <laughs> and um, just thinking about it, it's like, like most Christians are, are fairly intelligent people. And it's just mm. mind blowing to me that they believe this origin story. I'm like, okay, so what about dinosaurs? What about, mm. you know, all the different ages of the earth and like what, like the oldest right. cave painting is like in the, isn't it like in the millions years old or at least so, like yeah. hundreds of thousands of years yeah. old? And I'm like, okay, guys, like, mm-hmm. you know, and then, and then there's like the progressive Christians who will be like, oh, well, yes, God used evolution. Right. To, <laughs> you know, do his master plan. And I was like, okay, well, you're, you're close. <laughs> close you'll, get, right. you'll get there. Not quite yet there, but, Not yeah. quite, but I, I see you'll get there. <laughs> well, didn't you hear though, that the dinosaurs didn't fit on the ark and that's why there aren't any dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. And the, and the unicorns too. And the unicorns too, right? <laughs> no, we're still here. <laughs> oh my God. The art story is like, the most ridiculous story I think in the Bible there's a lot of them but that I'm just like takes the cake it does it really does I mean besides the fact that it was mass genocide there's also like the the animals and I'm like uh if anything it might be a metaphor but it for sure did not happen right 
<laughs> yeah, uh, can we rewind that? Um, so God decided to flood the earth and kill his creation because he didn't like how they turned out? Like, mm -hmm. wait, 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 wait. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Hold yeah. on. Yeah. And then they're like, yeah, but then he promised to never do it again. And I'm just like, um, hi. Yeah, this is my cat. <laughs> so cute. Zelda. Hi, Zelda. She wants to join. Right, um, so... Uh, where can people buy your book when it comes out on uh, Valentine's Day, February 14th, which is in a week. It's exactly a week from today. A week from today. Exciting. I'm so excited. Yeah. So I'm actually, so my website's the best place. Um, Amazon okay. kind of messed up the pricing. Um, and okay. so, yeah, but, and, and also I'm sending out books early. Um, For those because, who pre-ordered. Exactly. Exactly. Cause I'm like, you know what? Like, it's it thank you thank you like it so yeah my, my mm -hmm. website uh www.mygaychurchdays.com um and then yeah they could buy it on amazon i'm actually i just finished the audio book so i'm super excited for that that's awesome yeah i love so is it going to be on audible yeah, um hopefully so i'm working okay. with this company right now um so yeah so hopefully they'll be able to i guess there's like this long process and all of that so uh, but it's all recorded. So I'm, I'm happy about that. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll keep everybody posted on my social media once it becomes available. That's awesome. Um, and if you live in LA, you can go to your release party if you yes. sign up this Friday. <laughs> um, and yeah, is there anything else you wanted to add? I'm so glad we got to have this conversation. Same. Thank you this so much. Really no, I just... Yeah, I, nothing really more to add. Actually, well, one thing, um, you know, if anybody's listening, that's, you know, questioning, you know, or, you know, whether it's their faith or their sexuality or anything like that, DM me, like, I would love to talk to you. Like, I, you know, I, I, I really want my, my quote unquote brand to be accessibility. Um, so yeah, it's very much, I mean, this is such a very personal thing for me. I spent years denying myself and my sexuality. Um, and now I just want to be myself and help people find themselves. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's beautiful. And there's, there's a lot of them. We still need the, we still need the help. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's, that's why we've started books and podcasts. We know you're out there. <laughs> right. We know you're out there. Mike Pence, if you're listening. <laughs> Mike Pence. Mike Pence. <laughs> I will. Do you want me to send you a copy of this? That that'd be awesome. Thank you so much. Okay. I appreciate yes, of course. It. I'm so glad yeah. we connected, and um, I hope you have a wonderful release party. Thank and, you. And um, I look forward to reading your book. Thank you. Oh, thank All you right. for having me. It's been so sweet. Yeah, of course. <laughs> have a great night. You too. Thanks for listening to Cheers to Leaving. Please find me on Instagram and Twitter at Cheers to Leaving. If you would like to send me a DM and give me any sort of ideas for upcoming episodes, I would love to hear from you. If you are interested in coming on the podcast to share your story, I would also love to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening and supporting this podcast. It truly means so much to me. And I'll see you next time.